0: Now on to our show with your host, Peter Mingles.
1: Hello, everyone. Peter Mingles here, and you're listening to us on Building Fortunes Radio. That's www.buildingfortunesradio.com. For those people unfamiliar with my voice again, my name is Peter Mingles. We created the Building Fortunes Radio platform to be able to have a microphone, if you will, and shine a spotlight on some of the best things and the best people around the world entrepreneurial home-based business arena. So a little bit about my background. We started, I started, in direct sales in 1984 when I graduated from college, and I broke my mom's heart when I decided not to be a medical doctor or go to medical school, and instead I took a management trainee position with a company that I found in a classified section of the newspaper, if you remember what a newspaper was. And it was a management training section, and I said, I might as well get started somewhere because I really don't know what I'm going to do with a biology and a chemistry degree and a French minor. So I figured, why not start to look for work, get some experience, and build my resume? So one of the first interviews I went on was with a company called Electrolux. Now, I have to share with you this. If they told me that it was Electrolux and I knew what an Electrolux was, I would have never shown up on the interview. I would have prejudged my way out of the career that is the reason why I am here today. So a little bit of a bouncing around story, let me explain. I started with that company called Electrolux in 1984, much to the demise of most people, including my parents, my friends, my family, my girlfriend at the time, her parents, you know, it's amazing. When you're going to school to be a doctor, your future father-in-law says things like, this is my son-in-law in In the future. He's going to be a doctor. But when you tell your family that you're going to start with a direct sales company like Electrolux and, you know, climb your way up the corporate ladder, you'll overhear your father-in-law Say things like, to his daughter, who was going to be marrying me, are you sure you still want to marry this guy? Like, wow, wow, that's something, huh? So I heard those types of comments. I even heard people say, well, you're never going to make it. And I heard people say, oh, don't do that, that's a scam. Uh, They just will suck you dry for your referrals And, uh, they'll get you to sell your family and then you'll be gone. So I had all of those words of discouragement as opposed to words of encouragement. And there may have been someone that said, go for it, but I don't remember who that was. I was the only one at that time that said, you know what? For some odd reason, I believe in the gentleman that was interviewing me. His name is Joe. His name is still Joe. Um, And if they have an opportunity for me to succeed and make above-average income, I think I'll do it. I'll leave my ego aside because, you know, it's not really much of a status symbol to be selling vacuum cleaners. Um, And I'll see if I can climb this corporate ladder. And when I find something better, I promise you I'll leave. And maybe I'll get better in the process and, like I said, build part of my resume. And I was in my young 20s. And therefore, in my young 20s, I had some options that I probably wouldn't have been able to take if I was my age right now. So I realized I was at a unique window in my life where I could try. And if I wasted a couple of months, that would be the worst thing that happened, and I could always go back to square one. So that was my little story initially, for those people that want to hear a little bit about my stuff. Well, the reason why I said I might have prejudged my way, out of a career. Let me share with you what happened and please don't assign any glory or any great feelings about what happened in the result. There were many days that I wanted to quit. There were many times where I felt like I was flushed down the toilet of life. There was many times where it was very frustrating. So don't assign my level of success in that company with an easy ride. But I started out in that sales position And my manager told me if I work my way up in sales, I might have an opportunity to actually run one of their offices. And I figured, what a unique opportunity, run a business without the investment. So that was the key. Without the investment of hundreds or hundreds of thousands or maybe even millions of dollars, and you'll be able to let me share a portion of the profits was the thing I was told. And Joe said, listen, you'll be paid and promoted based on your own performance. And I said, that's fair. That's fair. So let me do it, and I'll give it a whirl. So I started in sales. I worked my tail off. I worked three full-time jobs. And in my second month, which was a push month for those people that are associated with direct sales companies, I actually sold over 50. I bought a couple extra just because I wanted a cushion on my 50. 50 was the goal. And I realized that if I sold 50 in a month, I would be recognized, Remember, paid and promoted based on your own performance? And maybe I'd promote myself to an assistant manager's position. And although I didn't think they would ever promote me so quickly, after that second month, they did. Therefore, I started training people after my second month in the business. Now, remember, i brand new. I could barely figure out how this stuff worked. I knew how the vacuums worked. They worked well. But I didn't know how to train people. So I had a couple of people put under me because I didn't do the interview. I went out there and showed them what I did. Some of them were actually really good, and they stuck around for a while. They actually became branch managers along with me as well. That's a divergent story we'll talk about some other time because you have to duplicate leadership. But as I started to grow up the assistant management rank, that was also when I was dating that gal, remember? Oh, by the way, the end of the story is I'm still married to that gal. We have three children and one grand child. So somehow that part worked out. But the reality was, is as an assistant manager, I went up and down on my income, uh, but I was able to fund my own wedding. And I actually was promoted after about six months to a branch manager's physician. I ran my very first office in New Hyde Park, New York. Not that any of you know where that is, but I started off in West Hempstead, went to New Hyde Park, and eventually ran that New Hyde Park office And uh, got promoted again. Now, by the way, promotion is the word that they used, but it was really a demotion in income. Every time I got promoted, I took a pay cut because they didn't give you the good offices. They gave you the offices that were probably in trouble and needed help. So every time I got promoted, I got demoted in pay, which was really interesting. So as I started to continue to grow that building, I ran one in Miracle Mile, which was Roslyn for all those people that are still listening. And then eventually they gave me five offices when I took over a super branch in Bayside Queens so if you are familiar with what I just said when I promoted or got promoted I took a decrease in pay so this was really strange so you'd be a little bit leery of the promotion thing after a period of time but no I took a promotion which was more responsibility a demotion in pay put myself really on the hot seat and ran a super branch in Bayside Queens now the reason why they called it a super branch is because they combined five offices into one. And somebody might say, "Well, that sounds like a good deal for the branch manager who's the one guy running those condensed, if you will, offices." And it really wasn't because when they laid when they when they condensed all those branches and said, "Now you have to drive in New York traffic to Bayside Queens," a lot of the people that were part-time just quit. I still had to fight the previous year's numbers. So I was fighting inflated numbers with less of a sales force. And all the managers from the four other offices, they said, well, I'm quitting. If I can't run my own office, I'm gone. So again, promotion, demotion, what's the story here? So eventually I stayed with that company, and they introduced a network marketing compensation plan when I was with Electrolux in the Bayside, Queens office, And that's the first time I ever saw the circles. Well, when I saw those circles, that was magical to me. Everyone had an opportunity to talk to someone about the product and get paid if they bought or about maybe some employment, either part-time or full-time, and they'd get paid a portion of whatever was going on. So for the very first time in my history, everyone I was associated with had an opportunity to talk to everybody about doing this and I could increase my sales force. And we did. And I ran one of the largest offices in the country because I could increase the number of people that were exposing the hiring process and the selling process to. And we sold retail. So it wasn't like a Ponzi scheme, like sometimes happens in network marketing or pyramid schemes where people are just buying because nobody's going to buy like $50,000 worth of vacuum cleaners just to say they have $50,000 worth of vacuum cleaners, was a different business model. So the reality was is I kept getting promoted, and eventually I ran 35 offices when they moved me from New York to Chicago. Now I was on track for running the biggest division at that time because then we started opening up offices and they wound up giving me a division. So as I was running this division, and um, we were continuing – to build, um, When I got that promotion to a regional VP before they called it an area VP, guess what? I lost money again. Matter of fact, the gentleman who took over my office, who couldn't screw it up quick enough because I had things going in, as far as the momentum was concerned, actually won the President's Rolls Royce, which was a $100,000 bonus um, the month he took over when I left. Like I said, Paul... You couldn't have screwed it up fast enough to screw up that bonus. So, of course, I was concerned, why am I leaving now? Why am I leaving now? Why don't I just stay that extra month, pick up that bonus? And I was told, no, 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 don't talk like that. So when I got promoted, I got demoted again. You might say, geez, Peter, this promotional thing. I say no, but I usually work my way through it, and we make more money at the end, although it kind of stinks. Or in the vacuum cleaner business, it's allowed to say, it kind of sucks. Get it? When you get promoted and then you get demoted in pay. So as I continued to do that, I uh, ran 96 different offices for that fine country, uh, company. And eventually, I realized that, you know what, Hoover wasn't Electrolux's competition Kirby wasn't, Rainbow wasn't, Filter Queen wasn't, for all those people that are familiar with those company brand names. It was Electrolux, their biggest competition. I couldn't stand it anymore. The management was just unbelievable, upper management. There was one or two people that just kind of like, you know, I like them as people, I respected them as people. It's just they reached the Peter Principle, you know, their competence level or maybe their ego kind of got in the way and maybe they have a different version of the story and maybe if I invited them they'd tell you. But the reality was is I, that was it, I was done. I was no longer going to get mismanaged. And, you know, eventually I figured it out. And I realized that, you know what, if I stay with this company, mismanagement is the price that I will pay forever. And when I saw them fire one of my mentors for speaking back, not in an insubordinate way, but challenging their incompetence, is when I said, you know what, I might not have a chance to recover if I get fired, so I'm out of here. So I mentally quit, and then I physically quit six months later, and that's when we started to do this home-based business thing. So for some people that might be listening and say, who is this guy who does these radio shows, and what was his background? There you go. And I have 12 years of direct sales and direct sales management experience where we were good at what we did, And we did it the right way. We were corporate-owned. And there's no strength and weakness and all of those types of things. If you ever take advantage of the training that we provide, you'll be able to have access to that stuff as well. So that's kind of like who we were or who I was and how we got started. And I'm going to come back right after we're done with our little commercial break, and I'm going to be talking about the transition now to Building Fortunes Radio. So we'll be right back right after this.
0: Thanks for listening to Building Fortunes Radio. If you sell a product or service, then you should check out PMMarketing's NetworkLeap.com. Just visit www.NetworkLeap.com. For over 18 years, PM Marketing has helped distributors build their home-based businesses through lead generation, website development, automated email delivery systems, and sales training. If you're looking for a way to increase your skills and increase the number of people that see your product or opportunity, NetworkLeap.com can help. To learn more, visit www.networkleads.com. Ask about their lead management system, capture pages, personalized websites, MLM training, humongous blogs, the humongous classified ad network, Building Fortunes Radio, or their webinar schedule. Networkleads.com can be your one-stop shop for everything you need. And now, back to our show.
1: And again, this is Peter Mingles. You're hearing a little bit about our story on how we built Building Fortunes Radio or how it came to be. So from my direct sales and direct sales management experience, I did remember where I made the most money and where I felt the most satisfied. And that was when we introduced a network marketing compensation plan to that direct sales compensation plan with Electrolux. So it was natural when I was going to do something on my own, we wound up moving from Chicago down to Florida because I figured life by design, my wife, who was that girlfriend, who we had the three children, She said, do we have to do it here in Chicago? And I said, let me see if I get this right. I'm changing careers, which is stressful enough. We have to maintain the lifestyle we currently have, and you want me to move. Are you kidding me? Like, are you, and I think I might have said a word or two that I shouldn't say here. Are you kidding me? And she said, I did something for you. You do something for me. And I said, you know, that's fair enough. She said, I moved out to Chicago for you. Why don't we go where we want to go? And she didn't want to go back by her parents. She wanted to go to Florida. Ever since she was a little girl, she had dreams that she would live in Florida. So I said, sure, let's go for it. I still have my head together. I could always go back to what I was used to, direct selling. But I was thinking that, you know, I've got to build a, a career in the next three to five years no matter what. I might as well do one for myself. So I chose the home-based business arena after I came down to Florida. I wound up working with a company called Nutrition for Life, which, by the way, went out of business, same mismanagement. But I started the lead generation business because I knew that if you were in a home-based business and you were in a direct sales or a network marketing company, you would have to make sure that you share the word. You have to spread the word with lots of people. And not too many people are going to knock on doors. matter of fact, probably no one would. So we were going to do it on the phone, and then the Internet was coming out, and I figured, you know, that WWW thing, you know? I didn't know the difference between the WWW and the at symbol because guys like me were out there in the field not sitting behind a little keyboard. You know, typing wasn't really some of my strong points. Um, So I said, you know, but I think it's going to stick around, and I'm going to have to look at my weaknesses, meaning not understanding the technology and learn them. Otherwise, they're going to hold me back. So I hope as you're listening in, you're not just listening to my story, you're kind of, uh, how would I say, translating this into maybe the network marketing industry or maybe even translating it to something relative to you. So when I said just before, you know, I had to take a look at my weaknesses and realize that they were probably going to hold me back. So I had to learn them. Successful people do the things that failures refuse to is something I learned a long time ago. So I did. And I actually started my own lead generation company because the network marketing company that we were working with was misguided without a rudder. You know, you can just imagine that in the middle of the ocean. A ship without a rudder in the middle of the ocean is going to eventually probably either stay in the middle of the ocean going around in circles or zigzagging nowhere, or it's going to crash on the rocks, and they crashed on the rocks. So as I started to build my company, which was PM Marketing, Um, Then we started with the leads, which was network leads. I realized that we would need to do things to help our customers. So we built our lead management system. We developed autoresponders, website builders like Phase 2 and Phase 3. And then I needed to know about promotion. See, one of the skills or several of the skill sets that you need if you're going to succeed in this industry, and I really think sincerely in life in general, are SNLP, sales, negotiation, leadership, and promotion. SNLP, you need to learn sales, negotiation, leadership, and promotion. As a matter of fact, selling is the one skill that probably, probably is the biggest single skill that you could learn that would have the largest impact on almost every aspect of your life. And I'm not talking about the direct sales that I was in, just the concept of selling. Selling is when there's two or more people, their lips are moving, they're talking about something, somebody's selling, somebody's buying. And the only exception to that, and I'll say that again because I say it quickly, although I say it at the same time almost every time. Selling is when there's two or more people, their lips, they are moving, they're talking about something. Chances are somebody's selling, somebody's buying. So there's a sale made all over the place. There's a sale made of, Dad, can I borrow the car? Or there's a sale made of, Whoops, I'm sorry, I'm late. There's a sale being made on, What would you like for dinner? When you know what you have in the refrigerator. You know, there's a sale relative to many things and then there's, of course, you, yourself, are your best salesman because you talk to you inside your head all the time. So if you think, You don't need to learn sales. You are absolutely, by my definition, delusional and mistaken. Delusional. You're selling all the time. You're selling or you're buying your limitations you've sold yourself on or you've allowed the limitations of other people. And this, by the way, is in a motivational speech. This is like just the way it is. If you haven't realized that you sell you all the time, then – I think we would disagree on the definition of sales. And you would be wrong. I say that playfully, of course. So, sales, negotiation, leadership, and promotion. So, in relationship to building our business, of course, we have the sales and the sales training. Negotiation is important because negotiation helps people make decisions. Leadership is understanding that there's no strength and weakness. You know, successful people do the things that failures refuse to. Unless you know all the variables, any conclusion you draw is probably wrong. Always handle awkward moments in advance. That's leadership skills, and those are the things that we teach. And then promotion. And promotion was important because that's why we did our blogs. We have humongous blogs, Y-O-U-M-O-N-G-U-S, blog. So we have humongous blogs. And then we also have our Building Fortunes Affiliate Program, and then we also have MLM.news. And then full circle is why we have Building Fortunes Radio. I wanted a platform that we could have a very big microphone and share our message to the world if they wanted to listen. So on this, this broadcast is broadcast through, of course, buildingfortunesradio.com. But it is also the platform that we use is on blogtalkradio.com. And if you're familiar with that, blogtalkradio is at the top of the Internet radio platform, very similar to like Facebook would be the top of the social media or Google would be the top of searches. So blogtalkradio is, in my opinion, not knowing all the facts, but certainly one of the top internet radio platforms. So we're also on that. And they put us on iTunes, which, of course, is the Apple products, and Stitcher, which is an application that anybody can have on any device, and FM. Uh, player.fm, and Auto Radio, and Mixcloud, and so many other places, and our great friends... Raven, from Amazing Women of Power, and all the other places. Our other great friend, Bob Adams, who puts us on Break Free Radio. So we are all over the place as far as providing a platform for that message to be spread, and it is growing every day. So that's why we built Building Fortunes Radio. It completes the picture. SNLP, Sales, Negotiation, Leadership, and Promotion. So we're always building, we've done so far as of this recording, 3,293 separate radio shows. And we do 20 or 30 every single week, so it grows up by 100 or so every single month. So we're at 3,293 as of this, and uh, we're coming into our fifth, as in five years, on the radio And that has gained us a huge audience and a fantastic reputation because we put great people on. So for all of you that are unfamiliar with Peter Mingles, that's me. If you're unfamiliar with our story, you just heard it. And if you think you could learn by working with us, make sure you check us out. You can go to any one of the people that host our radio shows, past, present, current, and future, and learn about what they do. Some people do radio shows with us just one time. We do it just for that reason. Some people do radio shows with us all the time, like every single week, because we might have those types of arrangements with them, and some do it two or three times as they're building something, and they don't need to do it all the time. They just need to record something they'll be able to use a little bit later on. So for all of those people listening in, that are interested in working with us, make sure you check us out. And I guess this would be appropriate, right, because I own the company, to give you my phone number. So the phone number for anyone that wants to call is 386-445-3585. That's 386-445-3585. And you can call it just about any time. I work seven days a week. I don't know what it's like to take off. It's a labor of love and of necessity, if you will. We have a lot of customers, and we have a lot of things, and by my choice, I decided that this is what I want to do. My kids are grown, so I don't have the same pressures that many of you might have. So I get a chance to kind of do what I want to do during the short time frame that I'm still around on this spinning planet, because I have a sense of urgency to get a whole bunch of things done, and you can call just about any time. And therefore, if I pick up the phone, some people wonder, how come you pick up the phone? I said, because you called... And if I'm busy, you'll get my voicemail, but that's okay too, right? So, anyway, so you can always call us at 386 445 3585 if you like to work with a maniac on a mission, someone who's got your best interest in mind to help you build your fortune by building your home based business as an entrepreneur, whether it's network marketing, you've got a separate gig going on, you have your own reasons for doing whatever you're doing, we are here and working and pleased to be able to offer you the opportunity to be part of our Building Fortunes family as well as everything else that we've been working on. So for all of you listening in, I want to say thanks for listening in live. Pass this along to whoever you think might benefit, and you might even pass this over to whoever you think might not benefit, because everybody's fighting a demon that you know nothing about. Everybody is fighting a demon that you know nothing about. And if it's not them specifically, they know somebody else who probably is. It's probably the single greatest thing you can do, throw out that life raft or that life ring for somebody that needs to grab it, and you'd be surprised at what might have happened. So on that note, this is Peter Mingles. I'm going to say thanks for listening in and signing off. Catch us at 386-445-3585. And, of course, go to buildingfortunesradio.com, www.buildingfortunesradio.com. Dot com. We'll see you next time.
0: You've been listening to Building Fortunes Radio on buildingfortunesradio.com. Thanks for listening. Be sure to check us out every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time for the designated Building Fortunes Radio segment with Peter Mingle. Be sure to check out the buildingfortunesradio.com website for our featured segments. It's been our privilege to have you listen in. At Building Fortunes Radio, we wish you the success you deserve and are willing to work for So spread the word, tell a friend, join our newsletter, and go make a difference in your world.